we're live. Not really live. Just kind of live. Kind of live. Just not live live. We're recording. What's up? This is Bud Talks. I'm uh, I'm the host, Bud Walker. Uh, this time, uh, here with my good... Holy shit. How long have we been friends? Ooh, well, you were what? Like 14? 12. Like 12? Yeah, I was like How old 12. are you now? Like 26. 26? Okay, we'll do Either that. way, this is my good friend, 900. Hey, we need a, I need to edit some claps in there. Some uh, some sound effects. Splice has some good sound effects. Spon- yeah. Sponsor me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's 900. Uh, he's from Renova, Pennsylvania. Uh, re- uh, formerly known as a couple of different things. Uh, Mr. Castoas, DJ 900. You just changed the name to 900 recently, correct? Yes. Go into that a little bit. Okay, so two things. One, when I first picked DJ 900, which 900 actually has like a story behind it, which is... Yeah, that's what I meant. It's like that's yeah. why I wanted you to go into is yeah. the meaning behind your name. Um, well, obviously, Castolis is my last name, and the the original business name is Mr. Castolis uh, Music. That's um, I had a DBA for that, so I wanted to keep it like something close to God. I want like everything's got to have a meaning to me. Like it's not just like I'm going to pick some random name out of a dictionary or like a, a book of names. So like, I wanted something that meant something, and I I, I like 900. But um, I actually got a image from Google and they actually had the Roman numerals flip flop. So when they when they showed them, they had like the where it's if the smaller numbers first you subtract it, they had that reverse. They had them all like so I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay. So so wait, it was a it was an image that like the person put up and they were like trying to put out a number, but it but they actually did it did it wrong. Yeah, and I was... Were they doing it on purpose, or was it... I don't know. Okay. The thing is, when the idea came to me, and I didn't double-check, this is the thing. I was driving, and I was like, some Italian, so I'm like, okay, Roman... I'm like, oh, Roman numerals. MCM. I'm like, I know they're Roman numerals, but I'm like, oh, which ones are these? Okay, so when I'm trying to figure it out, I was literally driving to work when the idea came, (laughs) so I'm trying to flip through photos. I went with, like, this first photo, like, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, okay, well, MC, Mr. Castulis, which is what I went by, okay, said it was 900. I was like, oh, okay, so, like, nine. that's it, that's it. Didn't double check, and then, like, like, afterwards, I was like, well, wait, like... I, wait a minute, and I think I think Spitz might have uh, said something because I didn't even notice it, like, like realize it at first. I'm like, oh shit, that's wrong. That's like eleven hundred. That's wrong. But uh, I think he came up with. Uh, if I do, um, I can't remember if he came up with the slogan or I did. Okay, but um, it's no longer Mister Castulus, but it's still Castulus Music CM, which is nine hundred. Okay. 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 Now at the time with <clears throat> nine hundred, I searched. I don't know for like a week. Twitter, Instagram, okay. Nobody's really going with like DJ nine hundred. Like there, there are there are a couple people, but there's like no artist like with DJ nine hundred. So I'm like, okay, this should be fairly simple to get. Literally found nobody, nobody. And then um, I think he's out of Brazil. Okay, come to find out later, there's a DJ nine hundred, and like they just started. Like I don't want to say they just started out. At at that moment, like when I found out, like. I like had way more buzz than him, so it was like like not a big deal for me. Then he got more buzz than I do. Okay, so now now it's all confusing. Okay, and I was I was constantly debating because I kept getting like like Spotify listeners. 
I kept getting these emails like, oh, you have two, like 6,000 monthly Spotify listeners. I'm like, what? We don't even have anything on Spotify other than like, like beats that I've made and stuff like that. I'm like, how the hell do I have this many listeners? And so then find out it's him, not me. I'm like, why well, don't I make this track? It's like EDM or something. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Um, finally, they, they got it straightened out. But then, so I was, I've been in like a constant thing because everyone just calls me 900. Very few people actually like refer to me as DJ. Yeah. I don't really DJ much like I do for Spitz Live and like other people live and stuff, but I don't really DJ much. Um, I like it, but like I'm not, I'm more into the party DJ than I am like, you know, just a specific, you know, hip hop DJ, you know, like, yeah, um, yeah. Um, open format is the term. Okay, I want to play. If people are feeling pop music, that's what I want to play. If, pe- if people are feeling the EDM, that's what I want to play. Yeah, yeah. Okay, not just like specifically one genre of music. So yeah. I um, feel what you're saying there too. It's like uh, a lot of the times when we're just chilling out, just us. Like everyone's like, "Yo, 900. Yo, 900. Yo, 900." But you know, when we're on stage, if we do if we do a show, it's like, "Yo, it's our homie DJ 900." And it's yeah. just like, wait, while you're playing yeah. the role, while you're doing the part and stuff like that, you call it. I, yeah. yeah, I feel you. Yeah, and like the thing is now that like finalized my like decision t- for it is I lost my Facebook page. Like it's still there, but I no longer have access to it. So all of my social media, like all my business cards, all my information, all points to that. And it's D-E-J-A-Y 900 was all my links. So now if you go to Facebook, you like my page, it literally does nothing for me. I have not, I have like, um, I've emailed Facebook and done like everything I possibly could. So I had a definitive thing of if I did not hear anything by this date and I got to start over starting over with 900 because it's going to be too confusing with two pages. I don't want people going to that page that some scammer took. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Totally. You could, I mean, yeah. Cause my, my, it's not really a rebrand, but no, it's, and, and, and the, the, like the killer, like, like my thing is like the killer of it is, is my Instagram still, still like linked to it. Oh yeah. So yeah, there is that option. Wow, yeah, that does yeah. suck for that. Yeah, well, I can unlink it like from Instagram, but I like that's the thing. Like, they won't give me access. I was like, well, my Instagram's still like there. It's literally pictures of me. Like, I sent like I sent them my ID. I sent them like all like all this information they requested to prove that it's me because I follow copyright infringement because technically it is because I'm me. I sent okay, you my okay. dri- sent you my driver's license pictures of me. Like you can literally tell. Like this is from my personal Facebook. Some of the photos are the same on both. Like this is me. Like I need to have access to that page and stuff. And they won't. <laughs> They've literally wow. done nothing for it. So wow. I'm like, okay. I haven't sent out my new page and stuff yet. Um, I wanted to actually like record a video like this weekend, just like it, like to put it up on the page and explain like, you know fuck facebook <laughs> what happened you've made one haven't you i thought yes. i saw okay i was gonna say i yes. thought i saw it coming around yes, I, ha- I haven't asked people to um go and like it yet because i want to fill out some information yeah. and put up more pictures so m- more people understand like like what it is but i want to make sure everything is like um i changed all my handles to it's 900 everything spelled out um it's actually i think more simpler now just in case uh, anybody was wondering we we're gonna plug that in later on in the episode yeah. uh go follow it's 900 everywhere fucking facebook instagram twitter change it or he changed it go follow him continue on okay so um 
Yeah, basically that's um, that finalized my decision. I kind of took it as like a hint too. It, yeah, it. I mean, it's like I said. What I was trying to say earlier is like it's not like it's kind of like a. For lack of better words, I guess it's a rebrand, but yeah. it's not a rebrand because you're kind of keeping it close to the same. Gibbs ran into the same thing when he was doing his episode, his first episode here with me. He was talking about like him definitively making a switch to Gibbs Medicate, and it was just yeah. like how many times there was that one time where like someone tagged the wrong Gibbs in one of our show flyers, and he just like called me. He's like, I don't know why you guys. He's like. He was a totally different type of artist or something like that, but just there's a lot of people that go out by Gibbs like yeah. that are in the artist world, so he like added the Medicaid. So you're not the first one where it's like there's another person that had your name. Yeah, well, see, that's crazy because like 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 if I'm searching for Gibbs on like Spotify or Apple Music, I I use Apple Music. Yep. But um, when I when I whenever I search for him, it's just <laughs> Freddie Gibbs. That's all I can find. Freddie yep. Gibbs. Yep. Yep. Freddie Gibbs comes up for me all the time too. Like, first one. Because um, I try to do um, rather than buy albums. Okay, because I, I still sometimes do that, especially if I if, if I was if if I worked on the album, yep, then I definitely buy it. But um, I tend to delete it from my phone. Um, I think is how I have to, I have to check how it works. Like I buy it, but I don't download it. Yeah. So when I go onto Apple Music and play it, they get more credits for the streams. Oh, okay. If it's, if it's That's on cool. if it's on your phone, it's not streaming it. It's playing from your phone yeah. because you own it. It's like you. Yeah. Took it a CD home, put it in your CD yeah. player. It's not counting. Yeah, that that's way they awesome. Get, that way they get. Um, that's more on the back end of things, but that way they get more because uh, you got a sale, and now every time you play the song, you're still getting the stream. For yeah, it. And, but see, it works two ways because if you buy the if if I buy the song, okay, it's ninety nine cents or you know dollar thirty, whatever whatever it is. We'll, you know, we'll we'll say it, co- it costs a buck. Okay, most people over the lifetime of them playing music, um, you get. From that one dollar turns into seven dollars from one person streaming that song over its lifetime. So you don't get the money up front, but over a span of time. So like if you're in if if you're in in music for the long haul, it's going to benefit you longer than buying it. And that's the thing: if you buy it and you download it, you're not getting the, that streaming revenue, but you're also not getting those streaming like points um, or like rankings because it's on my phone. So rather than like, and it's it can be a catch twenty two because you buy it, and then they don't get it. Okay, it's not that you don't support, but it's um, I feel like your Spotify ranking or your Apple Music ranking, all those play rankings are stronger in today's market than if I buy the song and play it. And when I play it, I'm playing it by myself, so no one's even uh, no one else is even hearing it, and that's literally going to do nothing for you to get you like higher on charts and. You know, like that, you know, stuff Correct. like that. Yeah. So. yeah, feel that knowledge. Knowledge, where did you get it all from? How many, how many years you've been doing music now, man? Oh, well, I started when I was 14 and I'm 34, so 20. Yeah, now are you well? Okay, you got a hot 20, depending on the month it was, but either way, depending on the time of the year, you got a hot 20 in fucking yeah. music. That's no, fucking wild, man. No, November 11th, 2000. November 11th of 2000. Yeah. How old was I? That was... Because I started as a rapper, don't forget. I was six years old. Yeah. I started as a rapper. Don't forget that part, so... Yeah, I was gonna... I was, that was my next question. It was like, how long you been into it? And then uh, go into, like, uh, what... Back when you were 14, 
What started you into it from... Uh, like I said earlier, he's from Renova, Renova, Pennsylvania. I know none of y'all know where the fuck that is because we're out of Lock Haven, Pennsylvania. Yeah, well, none fr- of you guys know where that is. Technically, I'm from Lock Haven. I live in Lock Haven. I was like four years old, and then I moved to Renova. And then you guys went back to Renova. Okay. Well, As, well mom didn't go. Like dad, dad's from Renova, but okay, mom, but mom's okay. from Lock Haven. And when they first were married, and they had me and my sister, we lived in Lock Haven until I was like four. Okay. Uh, so. As long as I've known you, you've been in Renova, and I just always thought your family was from up there. Yeah, da- uh, the, uh, yeah the Castola, Castola side. side. Yeah, yeah. So. makes sense. <clears throat> uh, anyway, four years old, moves back up to Renova, Pennsylvania. What gets you started in music? And uh, like now, like how you said, like sometimes you do like some DJing when we when it comes to the live shows and stuff like that. But a lot, you're you're more of like a mix engineer. Yeah, the, the mix engineer is like my like my was, the thing that I'm most passionate about. Yeah, it's it's because, it's your bread and butter. Yeah, because it's it's the uh, you get to still be creative, but you have to have like intensive technical knowledge. So it's where you can be creative and have technical knowledge. Where like when you rap, it's less technical. I mean, you they're they're still they're yes. still like it's but still yeah, technical, it's not yeah, it's but it's like <laughs> you don't have to. Like no inputs and outputs, and you know, you know how to move sound around through wiring and you know interfaces and computers, and you know, you know what compressor to use and what EQ to use and why you use them and stuff like that. And it's like you you, you throw a compressor on to give it. I don't want to say a feel, but to give it that feel. But it's a way to bring technical and like creativeness together because it's it's not just okay. You throw a compressor on to do this. And you're done. Like you have to, you still have to capture that emotion in a mix. So it's big to have like, like the technical and the creative side come together. Right, right. So, um, so all these years down the line, you've you've turned into somewhat of a, a producer, more of a mix engineer. But like you said, you started rapping. So go into that. Like, how did you start off? What okay, so, what got you into? First off, what got you into rapping? Um, and then how, what happened along the way that kind of made the transition from rapping as the main thing to what you're doing now? Okay, so we're going to rewind before 14. Okay. And, I'll, and I'll, I'll explain the reference point to 14, okay? Uh, before, like I was in music long before that. Like I like music. Like I, like I can't, and I still can't play, I can't say I can't play an instrument, but I can't play an instrument, okay? Yeah, like, for technically play an instrument yeah, but okay. you still know you, you got you got knowledge you know what you're you know yeah, what you're talking about yeah, you know well, theory I'll, yeah music theory that's that's the biggest thing okay i can put ominous tone ominous tones together in a program to make them sound good or sample because you have to have basic music theory to literally be able to make a beat yeah so i respect that even before like i was a rapper Okay, which I officially count when I was 14. And I could explain the reference to that date. Like, I know, like, all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, originally, I wanted to be a DJ because when I was like, 10, 12 years old, around that age, like, I would go to DJ DJ dances. And one of, one of my, like, inspirations to be a DJ. Now, I, I wouldn't say he's a turntablist or anything like that, but um, was uh, DJ Glenny B., Okay, from home, and like I like used to like go up there and bother him, and I know it's probably a pain in the ass. <laughs> I used to go up there and bother him because I thought it was like like the neatest thing and stuff. But now, uh, where was he from? He's from Renovo. Oh, I, from I, Renovo. I, I think he's from Renovo. Yeah. So is it's he like, still around there? Yeah, yeah. He's actually the uh, radio uh, the radio disc 
DJ for uh, I forget what a one hundred six point nine. I don't oh, know what they call yeah. it. But yeah, yeah. Like Glenny B's like still like still still doing his thing, man. Like I just bought like I bought his book. Um, I would say six months ago. Uh, I I don't want to say it like this, but every time I try to read it, it causes problems somewhere, <laughs> and. So like I've I've yet to I've I've I made it like page ten. That I, I made it for, problems. I, I made it further further than that. Yeah, my job. It's just weird. It's just weird. Like every time I, every time I open up and read it, I get like a page in and like something will break. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, not doing that work anymore. So <laughs> like, um, but so I was always going to DJ. Originally, I wanted to be a DJ. Like I was right. looking at like DJ gear and stuff at that age. And you're 12 years old, and you look at DJ gear, and you look at like you know a CDJ. Okay, like I didn't even understand like anything about DJing at that time. But I, I look at a CD, CDJ, and they're like you know four grand for like entry level. And it's like what? And it's like you're 12 years old. It's like man, that and you have to have two of them. Wait, and a mixer? Like. That that's like my next like six hundred Christmases. Yeah. Like it's, like, it's like Christmas money, birthday money. So I started with that, and then literally like probably for two years, like I was rapping beforehand. It was just like a joke. Well, I was shouldn't say it was a joke. Okay, but it's just you know you're like oh I'm gonna be a rapper, I'm a famous rapper, ever you know. I feel you. I feel you. How it kind of like starts out as a joke, but yeah, and when you realize when you start doing it and, it, and yeah. you realize how fun it is, it's like damn. And, like so we move on to 14 years old okay and i was i can't i don't want to say i was a class clown but i wasn't always like the best student and i was in i think it was like like ninth grade english class and our teacher wanted to uh she wanted original projects for this story we read okay which was poet it was poetry Mm -hmm. okay and um i forget the story but it's about like the story was about the short story, or whatever the poem, the poem, whatever it was, is about a uh, like like nuclear fallout and stuff. The only thing left, like there's no humans left, it's just animals and stuff left, like animals, insects and stuff. That's what the story's about. So you, we're going around the room, and she's like, "Okay, what are you doing? Oh, I'm going to do a poster." She's, she's judging on originality here, <laughs> okay? And she gets to me. She says, "George, what are you going to do?" And I said. I'm gonna do a hip hop music video or rap, whatever I call it, whatever I call it at the time. Just, like everybody's head is like a bunch of a flock of turkeys, like just like poke their heads up and like looking at me, like say what, like what. So if y'all um, if y'all knew what Renova, if y'all knew what Renova was like, y'all would understand this reference that he's making. How many kids are in your class? I think we graduated with like 51. Like, that's our graduating class. Granted, there's worse places. There's not not worse i didn't mean to say that i meant like there's uh there's like other places where like there's less people yeah, you know what i mean yeah. we have amish around here so you know there's there's less people but still he's uh renova is very small town everyone kind of knows everyone type thing yeah. <laughs> anyway all these all these heads turn to george so she's like really a, a, a hip-hop music video i'm like yeah she's like okay I don't think she was expecting that. Okay, so like I, I, I literally wrote the rap. Okay, which literally it did not go to any beat whatsoever. So it was like this poem that I like rapped. Okay, yeah, I literally wrote it that day. That was it. That's all the work I put into this project. You get like two <laughs> weeks to work on this. So after the two weeks come, you got to turn your project in. Okay, I literally, I wrote it. 
but I like memorized it like throughout the week and stuff like that. Nobody heard it. I like memorized it. And I'm like, oh shit, I gotta do a video for this now. So I get my dad's camcorder out, which is still the big VHS tapes. Yeah. Put that in that, like hook that up. And I literally stand in front of my mom's like closet door. Um, just like wrap that. Like, just, <laughs> just let it rip. Uh, she's like, or I, I turn that in. I'm like, I see these. I uh, okay. Week three was like presentation week. So people get up, and I think we did an alphabetical quarter. I don't remember, but so like these girls were going up where they spent weeks on this poster. Okay, they're up there describing. <laughs> okay, ten minutes. Her. Okay. And then somebody else does something, and everyone, everyone's is like not. I don't want to say like none of them were original, okay, but none of them were as original as mine. No way. She <laughs> is, that, that's the first time that's ever happened. Like, so finally she gets to me, and I'm like, oh god, oh god, oh god, I'm screwed. I'm fa- I failed this, I failed this, <laughs> because they're up there like ten minutes. My rap's like, like. 16 seconds long. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm screwed. I'm screwed. I'm screwed. So she puts the tape in. I did this rap, which is, it, it had to pertain, like, this project had to pertain to that short story. I played the rap. It's like 16 seconds long. I'm like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. And she's like, I love it. It's original. It's like, I'm like, I end up with the highest grade in the class. <laughs> I like, blew her away. Like I'm like, oh, there. Were, I, I know. She, like, like she told me, she's like, like, it, like it was good and stuff like that. And she's like, this is days later, like after everybody's done, because there was like people like mad because like they got like 98s and I got like 120. percent Like I got bonus points for being so <laughs> original. And like it had no, it didn't even matter that it was short. It was just the fact that it was original, but it told the story. Yeah. Like retold the one, story. Yeah. And like, and like hip hop and stuff. So. It's like, yeah, it's definitely one of those things yeah, where it's just like, yo, I told you to be original, motherfuckers. Yeah, Not just do what everybody else just did in the fucking class. Yeah. And the what's crazy is, uh, what's, what's even crazier is I accidentally burnt the paper. The, the original rap, okay, was dated. This was just like, I'm a rapper now. Was dated <laughs> November 11th, 2000. 2000. 2000. That's how that started. Like, that, that's how that dated. So I was probably a rapper before just like like screwing off. So I was probably a rapper beforehand. But that's when I definitively, definitively say, like, that was the date. Because that's like everybody, like, it wasn't just me and the, me and me and the homies sitting around, like, writing dumb raps and shit like that. It now everybody knew that I was a rapper. Still didn't know how to rap on a beat. Still didn't know anything about that. But that's the day I started. And then, like, from there, it just, like, it led to, like, like still writing on paper and stuff, spitting rhymes for people. But, like, it actually became a real thing when, like, cause nobody cared about, oh, I got guns, I got rims. No one cared about that. It's not real. Okay. Yeah. And then I wrote a song about a girl. Like a diss song. Oh, I think I remember this yeah. story. From I don't a while remember ago. how it goes. That's the thing. Like I was like trying to remember. I was even looking, and like it was never wrote down. So that's that's difficult. I never wrote it down. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think about like I literally trying to think about this like a month ago. I'm like I can't. And, remember. and at this time you're in like high school still, right? Yeah. You're still in high school. And yeah. Still- it was like my first love and stuff like that, and it's or what you think is love anyway. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, and like I wrote a song about her, but it's like so truthful, and like everybody knows her. And it was like so, to a certain point, so truthful. Okay, like how she is, and, or how she was, and how she is, and stuff like that. So like people loved it, and that's like that's when I re- like I really realized like real recognized real, and like it was shortly after that one of my friends like uh, Rob Dallarenis, um, we'd done some work with him in the past. Uh, 
Like we were like Rob always rap. He he could freestyle like crazy. Like when we were kids and stuff like that. He's a little bit older than me, but like I had a, this weird ass like really deep conversation with him one time about like rap and like like being a rapper and stuff like that and like the whole real recognized real thing and stuff like that. And that's when I really like I always I've always liked everything every genre of music. And I really took more into hip hop like after our conversation because he was like playing like Tupac for me and stuff. Uh, I'm pretty sure, but yeah, it was, it was Tupac and stuff like that. And like, um, I knew the song changes, but I didn't really know like a lot. Of, I knew to, uh, that in California Love, but I really wasn't big. But it was like after that, like it was really like, just like for a long time, it was just like straight hip hop. I mean, now, now I'm back to everything again. I just like uh, basically if it can make me dance, even 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 though I don't dance, I, if yeah, it, if it. If it, if it gives if you that feel, yeah. if it makes you wanna, <laughs> if yeah. you, you don't even dance, but if it makes you wanna, yeah. it's a good song. Yeah. Hell yeah! Well, that, well, I got to rewind to that paper. This, the paper's a funny story. Okay, um, I actually caught that on fire trying to smoke weed. Well, not trying to smoke; I was smoking weed, but um, I was trying to learn how to roll joints. Uh, it's like what a disclaimer, real quick. Uh, first quality. This was like uh, twenty years ago. You're good. Don't he doesn't anymore. That's what the disclaimer's for. <laughs> this was a story about back in the day. Yeah. Side, side note, you got to edit this out. Don't mention first quality. I'll explain after this is off. Oh, they have a... So, but yeah, I was, I was rolling a joint. Okay. And it was like one of my first ones. All right. And I was still at that stage of smoking weed where it's like, you know, I'm a teenager, but I was still at that stage where I was like smoking weed. I like I, I'm in my bedroom of my parents' house. My parents are in the living room. Like, I don't know if they, if they could smell smoke or whatever, but I literally like, I'm like smoking it and like the cherry falls off, but I'm like at that stage, like if smoking weed were like, you can't, you don't function yet. So it like. I think the page, I don't know if the page was on my lap. I can't remember. But I remember, like, the cherry falling onto the page. <laughs> and I'm literally just looking at it as the page starts. Because I was always intrigued by fire. I should throw that out there. And this page is just, like, starting to go up in flames and stuff like that. And I'm literally holding there, holding the joint with no cherry on it. And like, <laughs> sitting on the paper. I'm like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> and then, then finally I realized, <laughs> it was, like, smoke in my room. Oh, I was like, oh, I'll create. And the, the, thank God I didn't have a smoke detector. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh man, I wish I would have known you when we when there's such an age gap between us, but I wish uh I wish I would have known you when you smoked weed. I wish we'd been able to smoke weed together more often. My drunk days would have been my drunk teenager days would have been like more more exciting. Definitely. Yeah, you are. You're pretty funny when you're drunk. I like it when you get. Well, I swear, I swear, people used to get me. They like get me. I'd be, I'd be like, we go to a party and stuff. They'd be, I'd be like, you know, I'm only gonna have one or two. But like, let's get, let's get G drunk so he gets funny. No, no, for I, yeah, for real. I remember asking specifically that one, uh, that uh, one party. You guys were supposed to shoot a music video down at Askin's one house or something like yeah. that, and and he said that exact thing. He was just like, I don't know why everyone thought this would be a good idea because 
G was supposed to G was supposed to shoot the video. Yeah. They're just like they're literally they he just kept saying that they were just passing you drinks all fucking night and then eventually just got to the point where they're just like, Yeah, we're not shooting this video. They just got you hammered. I was just yeah. like, Yeah, that's <laughs> I, I did get some good scenes and stuff like that. Yeah, that's night like, like King wouldn't let me like they didn't want him out of the room and so Their I was dog like, oh, King. I, I I was on I was on the floor like petting him and talking to him, like, Oh, you're okay, buddy, and stuff because he wouldn't let me open the door. Like I was trying to open the door to come out of the room, and he kept like pushing up against it, so I couldn't open it. Yeah, nine hundred. Er, Askin said that uh, you were on your, you were lying on the floor on your back with your feet like at a ninety degree, like you yeah, were laying against yeah. the wall with your feet up against the wall, back on the ground where you're like talking, <laughs> talking to King, petting him and shit like that. Yeah, because he wouldn't let me out the door. That was that was the thing, and I was like, like you know, I have an affinity for dogs, so you know, trapped by the dog. Yeah. Like every time I tried to open the door, he kept trying to go out or shut the door. I ain't gonna lie, I was drunk. I ain't gonna lie. Okay. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's when you're trying to open a door and you're drunk, you know, it's kind of difficult when it, when King's a big dog. King was a big dog, too. King, yeah, King was a big old Rottweiler. Uh, so when he's pushing up against the, I'm trying to open the door, he's pushing the door closed. I'm trying to open the door. And when you're, when you're there trying to grab it, it's like you grab it, he knocks it out of your hand. Like, it's yeah, like, he pre- yeah, he did that shit. Uh, you could walk into their house perfectly fine. Nothing happened. These, these dogs that they had, they had a big Rottweiler. They had another dog, a really big pit bull, Rocco. Sweetest dog ever, yeah. but these, they're fucking huge. Like, King's head was, I just remember King's head was like massively yeah. round. Yeah. Like, crazy. Like, this dog had it. He was a bear. And, but anyway, you could walk into the house perfectly fine, wouldn't make a sound, or they'd come up to you and lick you and be perfect, but they wouldn't bark at all. And then as soon as you were trying to leave, King, this huge ass, like probably 100 pound plus Rottweiler would just go crazy and start charging the door. Like, I'd have to, like, I'd have to open up the door real quick, run out. He'd, like, hit it, slam it shut, and yeah. Askin's girlfriend would be fucking screaming, getting yeah. all pissed off. The door is fucking almost going to break. <laughs> yeah, so that that's basically how I end up trapped in the room with King. He wouldn't let you out. <clears throat> so, but, yeah, that, that goes into, like, you know, how, how I definitively got started. And then, well, you remember when I was at uh, South Jones Street. Yeah, right. South Jones okay. Street, baby. Uh, you know, I almost I, actually, we almost recently bought a house there, okay. right across the street. Right. <laughs> I was like sitting there, we uh, we pulled up, and I just like sit, just looked over to the right, like, huh? She's like, what? I was like, that's where we used to fucking yeah, back when I was a kid. Yeah, that was the studio, not the not the very first one. Yeah. We were still in the basement when I first came up with you. Yeah. Then we went to South Jones Street, which that house was fucking. That was a madhouse, even for me. Yeah, there was a lot, a lot of shit happened there, but it's like there's really like, and that's from like recording and stuff like that. Like, you'd, I'd listen to what was on the radio and listen to what we were putting out, and it's like it's shit. It's like dog shit. Yeah, yeah. And like, my thing was is like I like I want like I I've always been wanting like, like let's make it better, let's make it better, let's make it better. That's always my mentality. Okay. Um. Somewhat, it's somewhat changed now over the years, but um, that's that was my mentality. I'm like, how do I get that? So I started learning more, and then there was some stuff that happened at my um, like stuff was going on in personal life, stuff was going on like at my job and stuff, and I had the opportunity to work like 12 hours like every day, all at the same time this was happening, and because um, I kind of got like the mentality in my head then like uh, I think we just released a mixtape. 
I can't remember. But um, originally, all the profits, because I put like out all the money for the CDs, the artwork, like getting the copies made. I put out all the money, and originally, all the money was supposed to come back into the studio, like to get better equipment and stuff like that. And everybody wanted to split it. Now, all of a sudden, okay, and we're not talking like you know a million dollars here. We're talking like a hundred bucks. Like nothing special, like nothing special at all. So that's where I was like, okay, like, like, you know, nobody's taking, like, they're more worried about this, like, you know, everybody getting like 20, 20 bucks than, you know, like, yeah. like, like making better and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, I just came, like, I came to a realization, like, um, all my, all my money was literally going into, into like music and bills and stuff. So I have like no money whatsoever. And it just came, like, that's the point, like, I had the opportunity to move home. Um, and my parents always wanted me home and stuff like that. And then my parents were, were older, so like you know, it's it's yeah. it makes sense for me to be home to do certain things and stuff. Easier than driving, you know, thirty minutes anytime they need help with something for five minutes. So a little bit made made a little bit more sense. But then, a guy at my job got fired, and the way our department was stretched out, like there's nobody to work, and I volunteered because I thought, oh. I'll take all this and get all and like just make us leap like investment. You know, that year alone between I started like first week in December and I was finished like June. It was like one day shy of six months. And in that time frame, now I banked a lot of money too, but I spent like fourteen grand in my studio. Like upgrading and stuff. Like I gotta buy a lot of stuff till I was like done, but it's like when I had my computer bill, it's like six grand. That was during the time when I would only see you at your Graham's house. Yeah. I could only I could only fucking maybe one day I'd skip school and you'd still be awake from an overnight shift and I'd uh I'd walk over from my crib down to your Graham's and catch you real quick before you went to bed. <laughs> uh for much work and sleep, that's what you Yeah, did. man. I remember that very definitively. I remember that time cuz just like I was going to say South Jones Street was just like for me, I was just so young, and I remember, I remember specifically exactly what you were talking about, like the hundred, the quote unquote hundred dollar yeah, situation. Yeah. I, we, I remember we, that very. We, specific. You, were, you were in the group STR. I mean, you were in the group still then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. I remember those times very vividly. Um, I had a lot of fun times, but then yeah, that came the there's the drama. Where, the drama. Yeah, which it comes with any like. I mean, we were. I mean, I was a kid. I was actually, like, just becoming a teenager. I was, like, a preteen, young kid type shit. But, like, back then, I was looking at, you know, who we were fucking with. Like, the whole group as something that was, like, on this pedestal. Yeah. On this crazy pedestal and stuff like that. When it was, you know what I mean? Then it yeah. comes down to the fact, it's like, yeah, we're all trying to, we're all different people. They're all doing different stuff. You know, exactly what you said is like, yeah, you know, you can't keep, I can't, you know, you can't keep putting time and effort and money and all this into this like one little spot where everyone just sits to get fucked up. Yeah. And that's, and, and that, that was a big thing. And then like, you know, I wanted stuff to get better and, you know, I had, you know, we always use like a $200 microphone, not to do anything wrong. I mean, those standards, you know, you're t that was uh 2008 when I lived in at South Jones street, okay. 2008. Cause I moved back in 2009. And that's when I really like started taking the learning part of things serious with everything. Um, it wasn't making beats yet and stuff. There and you know that that came you know I don't know how many years later and stuff. But um, I mean I always made beats. They just weren't any good. Like I made beats since I first got you know Fruity Loops. Shout out Fruity Loops. 
Okay. Was there any of the old songs that you made the beats to that we did? No, I did not actually make a beat beats for songs until um, the first one you you pro- the first beat you were probably ever on of mine is "Can't Bend the Truth." Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, that was the first beat that I made that you I think were on. Yep. Um, I uh, I have made some beats like since like at that point. I just, it's been so long and like there's just some things that just like I, I knew I was just like really really young compared yeah. to you guys and I just didn't know is like was there ever one song that they used to do back in the day that you made the beat for? But no, no I didn't officially like do anything in, on the serious note till like 2012. I think it was 2014. I make yeah. Yeah, that was think about it days. Yeah, can't bend the truth was before that. Yeah, can't bend the truth was like 2010. Yeah, I was making beats, but they weren't nothing special in my opinion. Like the way I, I don't know, can't bend it. the truth is fucking fire. Okay, yeah. Well, uh, the crazy—I don't even know what the other verses are. Uh, it actually tells a complete story. So, like when you mm-hmm. hear my verse, that was, I just recorded the first verse, and I recorded like verse two and three. So, like verse two, like if you if you actually like think about like the way I write and stuff, and you think about verse one, it, like it's very vague because it's supposed to be because there's like story elements. Yeah. And so, like my verse doesn't make sense. In a way. <laughs> uh, it's like okay, what the hell is he talking about? Well, verse two and three basically explain that, but that's what this was crazy because it's not like it's not like that verse is to set up the other verses. So, shout out to anybody who still has that old CD I burned back in the day and used to hand out in high school. I, I, I think I still got all, all the old music, all of it. I just uh, won't give it to anybody. I did, I did over there in that uh, old computer, but I don't think it turns on anymore. I think it's fried. Yeah, well, I think this is all on a computer. I mean, it all goes all the way back to she cool, she, she fly, fly, like all the way back to that. she cool. I won't give it to any. Like fly. I won't do anything. That's with why it, she's but. sitting in the front seat of my G five. Yeah, cause <laughs> I, I, I I copy that entire storage drive off that computer onto a portable hard drive, and it's still on. Like I still have like all that stuff. Like I could literally open, like I could literally put Cubase back on my computer and literally open up all those files, bro. Um. I got we, the original session files. We need to turn that motherfucker on real quick one time, and yeah, it takes me like an hour to find them. Take you a think I would remember fucking blast through the past real quick. Oh, I have some. Uh, yeah, I. I mean, yeah. if you have it, well, I can't. What's, what's, what's crazy is I have like, I'll say, sixteen wow. projects, like six, like sixteen, like like minimum twelve song projects that I've never recorded. And I still have all the beats for them. So, like, I pull the beats. I'm like, oh, man, I remember this song. Like, oh, this is crazy. <laughs> Good drop a it's, fucking mixtape on me, motherfuckers. What's well, I mean? I had I, so much content. All right. But, you were, you, I will, I remember that. Back when I first met you and you were still, like, still doing, you're still rapping. You wrote all the fucking time. Yeah, like, scary notebook. Like, I had a notebook everywhere. Like, like, I'd be at, like, Mc, like if I didn't have this is, this is why I love Eminem so much. Like, if I'd be at McDonald's and I thought of something, because I always had a pen on me for that reason, you know, because it was before iPhone days. iPhone didn't even exist at this time. Okay, so you couldn't write on your, like, you could, but you'd have to, like, T9 word it. Okay, <laughs> like, that, like that, that was your options. It's like, I'd be at Walmart and I'd pull my pen out and, or not Walmart, but, like, McDonald's on a napkin and, like, write lyrics. Like, that's what I would do. Like, so anytime I could, like, I had, like, this piece of, like, I worked at a restaurant, like, I, like, I forget what year, like, 2005, like, I worked at a restaurant, and um, I actually have a whole entire song on um, those, that, that like, wax, and it's not wax paper, but that paper that you wrap, like, like, 
like sandwich like hoagies and stuff in. Oh, okay. I got a yeah. whole song yeah. that I wrote like a shift at work like on one of those. Yeah, like and it's like this big like like twenty by twenty cardboard <laughs> sheet. Literally got a whole song on it. So like I write on anything, and that's like. For me, it was emotional expression. Like, if I felt something, like, I'd write it, okay? And, like, sometimes it'd just be, like, a line that doesn't even... There's not, nothing else, not even anything to rhyme with, but it's just the idea. And then, like, think about rhymes and stuff and add to it. And there'd be, like, always little, like, weird blocks from where I would pull it out, okay, with lines drawn to them. Like, this goes below that in the verse and this and, like... Puzzling them all together. Yeah, yeah just, like, pieces and stuff. And that's what, like, I could write on, like, anything, like, um, I even wrote in school one time, this is prior, like in school one time, I, I literally had like, I don't want to say a song, but I literally had like words like up my arm. <laughs> I, I ran out of space, like writing up my arm, like for this, like this, these rhymes and stuff. And it's cause I forgot I had, I used to carry a notebook, like this little like tablet that would fit in my pocket. I used to carry that. And that's what I used to write stuff. And I forgot it that day. It's like, Oh man, of course I forget it today when I write the most. I, yeah. I've done i I've done the inside of the palm. I've done the. I've been in school like the same thing, and I didn't have anything, just a pen in my pocket, and it was like, boom, write a couple lines on the yeah. inside of the palm. Yeah, I, but yeah, I know what you mean too. I I literally like napkins. Yeah, uh, the back of the notebook. You ran out of the right the, you you uh you were on the last page, but you got the little cardboard yeah. surface on. <laughs> like use that motherfucker, fuck. If you yeah. can get the fucking pen to work on the fucking, the kind of like uh shined out of the, the kind of like finished front of fucking notebook yeah. shit too like fuck yeah yeah you wrote on whatever you could I yeah i dude I, I remember that you were a writing you were a write a holic back yeah. when i fucking back when you were still rapping and i knew you and that sucks because you're lefty yeah. <laughs> always had the fucking ink on the fucking hand yep 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 that's so um so there was south jones street there was there was always trying to get better there was work in the job, which you got to put, make a, you got to save up a bunch and really invest into what you wanted to do and where you wanted to go. Then you got the option to move back home, which kind of makes financial things, you know, not a lot of, you know, bills. You can help the parents out. It puts you in a better headspace, probably. You're probably way more comfortable where you're sitting and what you're able to do at this point. Today, yes. Today, yes, but at, but but at that time, like there's still like that huge learning curve and stuff, and like even then, I had all the stuff, but like I didn't take it like I want to say I didn't take it serious. You took my question right from me. <laughs> you took my question right from me. No, I was just I was literally just about to say I was like, was there is there like a learning curve with that? Like you're you know you're you're coming you're you're living by yourself. You're chilling with your homies, yeah. us, our, yeah. our homies, and stuff like that. You're rapping. We're doing the stuff in town doing whatever we're doing releasing the mixtapes and then then the huge switch you know what i mean yeah. you get you gotta you gotta work all those hours at your job uh you're back you're back home you know 30 minutes up the road 45 actually from work yeah okay 40 yeah, yeah. 45 um with the switch is that what got you to change from like rapping to like Yo, I want to make the... No, well, okay, the the whole thing was, is, like, I had this, like, mental breakdown, and it's, like, like, if I don't step up and do this, like, it's not going to happen. Like, I, like, I want to, and you remember, like, it was never a dictatorship. I never voted. 
because it was all my equipment and all my gear. I don't want it to be a dictatorship where everything's just me and I make all the decisions why I never voted. Okay, like I would only be a tiebreaker, which I would always vote in the best decision for the group. Okay, but it was it was it was that point where like I was like, okay, if I don't do this, it's not going to get done. Like it's not like it's not going any further. Like this is as far as it's going to go. And it was that mentality, and it's like, okay, I need money to do this. How do I get money? Literally next time, next day at work, dude got fired. We got to sign up for overtime. I'm like, I'll take all of it, every bit of it. You know, you, um, my longest stretch I think was 32 days, and in six months I had 15 days off. There were some eight-hour days in there, but like I had 15 days off in six months' time. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. I remember. Uh, yeah, and, I was, and the only reason I had those days off because I was forced to take them off by the company. That was it. Yeah, Otherwise, you can't. Yeah, you can't work. Well, you can. You just can't work over sixteen hours. That's the law. But yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, how many hours in a week? There's, yeah. No. no hours in a week. Yeah, but hours in a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hours in a day. You can't go over. Yeah, because once you hit like sixteen hours, you have to have like, eight hours off. Mm-hmm. If you go over sixteen, because you can go over sixteen hours, mm-hmm. okay. But if you go over sixteen hours, like um, every like hour you go over it, it goes from like eight hours off now to like like twelve hours mm-hmm. off. Okay, and you get more and more like yep. Every one one hour can adds like four hours off that you have to have. Yeah. So, but I had all this stuff, and I had a learning curve. But it's the thing is like nobody that I really knew or had close connects with really knew the process. Okay. And that's, that was the same thing growing up, trying to learn it like years back. Like nobody knew the process of like, you know, mixing or beat making like extensively, like they had ideas and stuff, but nothing like they had like good runways and stuff. We're from bumfucked Egypt. Yeah. So y'all don't, uh, that's what I was trying to get to earlier. Renova, Lock Cave Inn. We're like, Bumfucked Egypt. Yep. Not a lot of knowledge on the subject. Yeah, that, that's why I'm so willing to give knowledge out all the time because I know how hard it was for me to learn. Um, what took me 10 years to learn probably should only take a year to learn. <laughs> Seriously. Okay. When you don't have a blueprint. Okay. When you don't know what yeah. you should learn at what yeah. time and what to do, you know what I mean? When you're all just self t- self teaching yourself, I mean, yeah. and side you can't note, blame yourself for yeah. that. And side note, when I started, like I'll say like for the first 10 years of me doing anything there was no such thing as a YouTube tutorial you read about it online if you read about it anywhere you bought a book there was no YouTube tutorial so like you're it's not just going oh how to make a beat okay there was none of that like yeah. you literally had to like make you a didn't beat. pull out your phone nothing nothing so like the shit that was back when you probably had to pay per text yeah <laughs> I didn't have a cell phone then. I didn't have a cell phone until 2005 when I worked at Walmart. And I was seeing a girl. And, <laughs> no, I still lived in Renault, but I was seeing a girl. And she was so upset. that I can't remember her name. Okay. But she was so mad that she could not text me. Like, that was, that was like her biggest pet peeve. She was really ahead of the curve. Yeah. Well, cell, <laughs> cell phones were out for a long time, but... Like it's like why well, live in Renault? I don't really need a cell phone. I had a cell phone, but you couldn't. It was like a it was like a family. Oh share shit! Phone. Yeah, damn! Wow, that was a that's a trip through. God damn! I forgot Renova never had cell service for the longest time. Yeah, we didn't have cell service till like two thousand and like. Oh my god! I forgot. It was like once you went up that road, which yeah. the Renova road is like notoriously like. I'm 
It's not terribly dangerous, but it can be. No, well, see, that that that, that mind frame actually comes from, okay, it hasn't been for 30 years. Yes. Okay, before that, the road was narrower. I mean, they added like 10 feet to it like 30 years ago. Yeah, there's a lot of, it's right on the side of the mountain. Uh, there's definitely parts where you can like, if you yeah, call it the Susquehanna Trail. Yeah, like if that, you're like, being a drunk like idiot, that. you can fucking definitely go off the side of a cliff. There's ice yeah. mines cut. big big uh like slate rock that can like come down on the section either way like at night if it's raining if it's snowing it's not a fun not a fun drive if you don't got a big old truck like 900 here yeah what's crazy is i drive it enough so like that can be completely like white out with fog like you can't see anything in front of you and i can still drive like 80 miles per hour fine (laughs) yeah this motherfucker's crazy down this road i've done that not anymore i'm not anymore i've done that in my cars which i don't have no like trucks or I have like a Chevy Aveo. I have like my dude. I've gone there with Gibbs, and there was one time when I was like videotaping us because I was like, we very well like some someone might be fucked up on this road coming home. Yeah, there's no like like don't get me wrong. If like you want eight like eighty, like I said, oh, I don't I don't really speed anymore. Um, it's it's a thing like um, what I forget how it's it's something like time waits for no man, but if man doesn't wait. Okay, like time won't something like that. It's some it's some phrase I heard one time and stuff. Like that. It's basically like it doesn't matter if you're ever late. Okay, it's because like I like I'm like I'm like chronically late. Like it doesn't matter. You can tell me at time. You tell me to be there if if I got to be there at two o'clock and you don't tell me one thirty. Okay, I ain't showing up till two thirty. No, you were de- you were on time today. Yeah, well, uh, you were on time and you went somewhere beforehand. Yeah. To be fair, I would have been here at six of six o'clock. To be fair, I would have been here at six o'clock, but I forgot, and I've never experienced this since they've been doing it since they they shut down downtown. Oh, you never been through? No. So you had to go around. Yeah. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. I, I was actually here. If you look at my text, like six o six, I think it was something like that. Yeah. If you look at where I say here, because I called you like five minutes later. Did you? Yeah, I was like, five, like I was outside. Like, yep, six oh five. Yes, sir. And say, like I would have been late if that was like a if yeah, that, it's if fucked that wasn't up. Close. Yeah, it's fucked like, up. What? I was like, oh shit, I knew about this, and I'm like, cause like I don't like, I already don't like crowds. I already hate crowds. Like I won't go to Walmart like past ten. Like between. well, that's the thing. Well, well, the thing is, is like it's not even a crowd thing. Not, not even yeah. enough people fucking go down there to. Yeah, I, I, it's a good idea. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to hate. I'm not trying to be a dick. It's a cool idea, but we, we don't have the, we don't have the culture here. Okay, like the college kids aren't here. That's something for like the college kids to do. But there's nothing to do on the on main, on main street anyway. Yeah, like like there's business and stuff. I like it. A lot of people say it's like pointless and stuff, but that's like. I ran into it like, oh, shit, I knew about this. I knew about this. <laughs> the but, coolest uh, thing ever is you can jaywalk. I remember I was in it one day. I went to, like, the old corner, and then I had to stop over at Wine and Spirits to grab a bottle for, I think, my girl. <laughs> I just, like, I stopped on the sidewalk, and I'm, like, looking both ways. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> Shit's closed. I just start walking across. Like, yeah, I come out. I'm, like, trying to go to the crosswalk. I'm like, fuck, like. It don't even matter. Yeah, I was like, God damn. It was just like, no one's, like, it was just a ghost town. No one was walking around. It was just me. 
It was just like, what? Yeah. No offense, but like, this is just inconvenient to everyone now. Yeah, it's like, well, it's like, it's like the pandemic thing. Okay, the only, the only thing that did is like, I was in Walmart like March 5th. Like, I didn't go into Walmart like four months afterwards. It's like, I haven't had a panic attack since I was like in my teens. <laughs> okay. And literally there's this guy like 10 feet from me coughing without covering his mouth. And I just felt like tunnel vision coming. Like I could not be here. Like I had to, like I had to leave. I had to, I had to get out of there. Like I'm like like I feel this is a fucking panic attack coming on. Like I'm like I have not had like a panic attack since I was like 19. I'm like this is crazy. Like what? Like so I didn't even go to Walmart for like four months. It's wild how motherfuckers are just not. They just don't give a fuck. Like I don't. I don't believe in everything on either fucking side. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, do I, I believe that your little mask is fucking saving you 100%? No. Do I believe that you should probably just put it on and not do it, like, not just, like, cough out in the fucking open into, like, grandma over here because she might have a pre-existing condition? Like, yes, you fucking should. You should. Well, here, here's my thing. Whether, whether Forget about forget about the pandemic. Forget about a mask. Okay, sorry. Okay. For a mo- well, no, just for a moment here, okay? This guy literally coughs, make no attempt whatsoever to cover himself up. <laughs> that's, that's, like, that's like common courtesy. Yeah, forget, it's forget like, about pandemic. Yeah. That's common courtesy. That's, well, that's what I was getting to is like, I don't believe either on both sides, but it's just like, when it comes down to it, yeah. it's not even about that. It's about common courtesy. Yeah. Motherfuckers are just like, this is how you act normally. Like, how many, like, how yeah. many times have motherfuckers coughed like that in Walmart when there's no pandemic? Yeah. And you gave someone something that probably killed them later or something like, like that. It's like, yo, uh, like, just be like uh, fucking like my okay. My thing is, if you don't want to wear a mask and stuff, like, like that's okay. Okay, people, oh, it's conspiracy. Maybe it is. They're like, it's conspiracy. This and that. Oh, you're not taking away my rights. This and that. Okay, and it's like you know, it's fine if you think that that's what they're doing. Okay, you know, but the thing is, it's like if. It's to, to to me if you can't if you can't be like common courtesy like that, there's no difference than if the old lady's walking in a walker and you want to get ahead of her in line and you push her out of the way. Yes. Yeah. That's the way. That's the way I view view you as an individual. I don't care. Okay. That's the way I view you. You're right. You don't want to wear a mask. Don't wear don't wear a mask. But that's my that's like how I see you. Like I, I feel that, dude. You, I feel you, it. Like I like like I said like. Do I believe this? Do I be- do I believe left? Do I believe right? Somewhat yes, somewhat no, somewhat you know what I mean? Like it goes both ways, but at the same time it's just like like why like if someone was walking on crutches, you wouldn't go up and just kick that motherfucker out. So it's like just put your yeah. fucking mask on. Yeah. Go back to your car and take it the fuck off. Well, this 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 is my big thing. Okay, you look at these other countries that are like really that really forced the issue in some of that. Some a lot of them are back to normal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Except for, you know it's crazy Sweden. Yeah, okay, like for like from from my from my understanding of reading and stuff like that, like like Sweden is like it's bragged up to be the same country and stuff. But the thing is, it's like, okay, like, I'm, I'm big on military. Like, I fully support the military. No, I just meant how they're handling yeah, this. Yeah. They're, they're immune. They're uh, herd immunity. Well, like, it's just weird. And it's well, just like, how does that work? Well, well see, they, um, I believe Sweden takes a lot of, like, uh, um, I don't want to not take, but, like, they're more for the common people and stuff. 
like like how like how healthcare wise and stuff like that, like just healthy foods and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like a lot of U.S. foods like banned in other countries. Like you can't yeah. even like because of the stuff. It's not that it's individually banned. It's the stuff that it's made with is banned. So that's where it's crazy. But like where I came in with the military and stuff like that is like um, I'm pro military, but I'm not I'm not pro war. Okay, but the thing is, a lot of people don't understand. A lot of times, is like our military is other countries' military. Okay, dude, our they don't have military budgets because they don't need it. So when they put more money into the common good of their people, they have our military like their backbone. So like in their defense, okay, like they can have a more common like like. A better. I feel you. I feel. I know what you mean. A, 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 yeah, a, a community of living, I guess, is something like that. Yeah, I'm not. I don't like. I don't like trying to get with terms either when it yeah. comes to politics because I'm fucking. Yeah. I don't fucking. Yeah, that, know. that that wasn't more so on the politics side of things. That was just on like like a lot of other countries, like health and stuff like that. Like, um, yeah. I just thought it was weird how they're like one of the ones that is just like herd immunity, and like I don't, I don't. Well, I'm not a scientist. I, well, I, don't I actually think out. I had. I actually think um, we were in Canada like in October last year. Okay, like like a year ago, and when we came back, I had this really bad like chest cold. I and um, they're saying like this the whole virus thing is like going back into like September of last year. Yeah. Okay, so I think I possibly had it, and the thing is, if you've had it, they say your uh, life. It's 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 mixed opinions, and I just say it's opinions. It's mixed opinions, yeah. but you're virtually immune to it. Hmm. Okay, but that's also the thing. If I go take it, if I did have it, and I go take a test. I'll probably fail the the rapid test. Yeah, they have to do like the two week lab test. Yeah, it. and that'll show test. if you had it, but you don't have it. If you have the antibodies, yeah, is what it is. something yeah. like that. Yeah, and that's like I had that. I thought it was bronchitis. Yeah, because I had all this like phlegm and buildup in my lungs, so I just couldn't do anything with it. But like, it wasn't like normal. I've had bronchitis a couple times, and it's like not the same. But that's what I thought it was. So it was like, so I'm thinking in like late October, early November last year, I might have had it. Dude, September, it was late September, maybe late September. It was sometime in September last year. But uh, we went to a wedding, and yo, I in like, it was crazy. We ended like a bunch of our friends. It was like two and a half, three hours away from here. Uh, two of our friends got married. A bunch of us like took tents and stuff like that to camp out at their house. They were having the reception at their house. And then we'd all just camp out, wake up in the morning, go home. So it was like literally all night. We'd go through the wedding. Great time. Go through reception. We're eating. Everyone's chilling. They're drinking. Uh, I don't drink. Anybody knows me. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, Bud doesn't drink. Bud's just Bud. Bud just. I really don't drink anymore either. Congratulations. That's awesome. I don't I'm not hating on drinking. It just doesn't agree with me. But if anybody tells me that they don't drink anymore, I say congratulations because that shit's hard to put down. My my, my motivation I call it return on investment. Fair enough. That's however you it? however you want to look yeah, at it. it. Now I didn't have a problem with alcohol. I'm not trying to say that either. It's not like I don't drink. I'm just saying like some. As I'm saying, so, it's like so it's hard like but it's we we it, like um It's not just physical. Yeah, um, when, it's not just uh, physical. When it, uh, like, I was checked by like I didn't, I wasn't like like seeing like counseling and stuff like that. My friend's mom's drug and alcohol counselor, and she like checked me on it one time, and it's like learning to self check is is going to be the most powerful than even seeking help. Learning to self check, okay, like oh I have a problem, yeah, I need to stop, and then stopping, yeah. Okay, that is like that's like the most powerful thing you can do because like you recognize you have a problem and you fix it. 
without anybody stop anybody yeah. coming in and, and doing yeah, anything yeah, and like I, and dude like that's what i was saying is like one it's mentally it's fucking mentally hard to stop drinking because like it's everywhere it's literally everywhere like there's commercials yeah everywhere for it encouraging you to go fucking yeah, go, when you go out and have a drink like i won't it's not that like i won't have a drink if it's like someone's birthday have a drink with me i'll drink with them i won't have a beer so don't offer me a beer i will not drink a beer okay but side note that is because i'm on a diet right now that's, <laughs> that's that there's there's too much in that like if you if you give me a whiskey or something like that but uh, i'm on it straight up on ice like that's it like you know on the rocks that's that's my drink well good thing you don't drink anymore yeah, it's just I, I, I see return on investment. It's like I can spend thirty dollars to drink tonight, and like, what's that get me? Okay, I can spend thirty dollars on a new plug-in for my studio, and like that thirty bucks has a return on investment. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what we call priorities. Yes, <laughs> yes. But you know, that's I, a good I, way to look at it. Yeah, I, I, like, like I don't hate anybody that drinks. If that's what they want to do, and that's that's the prerogative. You know yeah. what? Most, what I was saying earlier. Yeah, yeah. Most people want to get through life and stuff like that. Like. My, like I want to leave a legacy behind. Priorities, like priorities. That's, you know, I, I ought, like the, like the. I don't want to call it a fantasy, but my biggest thing is is like, um, and you've heard me talk about a project, immortality. Yep, that's yep. always been my big thing. It's immortality, like, and that's what like, and I've been really thinking about this like like two, like the past two weeks, well three weeks now and stuff like that, like just like self motivation, like self healing and stuff, like trying to re motivate myself and stuff, but really helpful and stuff, and like that's been on my mind, like immortality. It's like how do I achieve it? Like, and it's it's weirdly pot. Like I won't live forever, but like I will, like my thoughts and my stuff will live on forever, and that's like like chasing immortality. Like it's possible. Okay, that's what's that's what's that's what's crazy. Depending on how, depending on your definition of it, it's highly possible, and that's my that's been my thing like the past three weeks. Like, is leaving something that will live on forever. Okay, I mean, unless aliens like blow up the Earth or something like that, like, everything's <laughs> gone. But you know, other than that, I mean, know? that's the way it seems like it's going recently. But uh, yeah. So, but but anyway, okay. So we got off topic for a little bit, but don't really. Uh, well, real, real quick. Okay. We, we no, no. This we is. Take a break. You want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Okay. Okay. We uh, we'll be right back with you guys. And we're back. Are we back? We're back. <laughs> Just making sure. I fuck I adjusted like the the length of it, like how it was. Yeah, I got you. So it took a little bit for it to I have us edited down. And yo, right before we started recording this, nine hundred was just telling me about the single best thing that you can do for yourself. Okay. Go. Okay, so they say the single the single like best thing you can do for yourself is like one glass of red wine a day. Okay, it helps. Okay. It's it's really good for the heart and like um, the cardiology part of things in your body. But it does it like, I guess it stimulates some other things. Do you know what those are? I've like, always I've I've heard I, the heart. Yeah, um, I haven't like it, like I don't drink a glass of red wine a day, but yeah. um, that's supposedly like the single most important thing. Like I have to look uh, up the other benefits uh, yeah, of it outside of of the norm. You know, like drinking water every day and staying hydrated. Okay, outside of the norm. Yeah. Good diet, hydrated. Yeah, you know you're a decent. You're yeah. you're an in shape. Fairly. Well, I, I don't want to say I don't want to say necessarily in shape, but it's like the single most important thing. You're not anorexic or you're not obese. 
Okay. You're but a normal even, person. Yeah, but even if you even if you are, I guess it's still like it's still like highly beneficial just for like the areas like that it helps with. Fair enough. Yeah, I guess if you are obese or okay, uh, and then you want to talk about the second thing. Yes. Yeah. This is okay. this is why I wanted to. I the, specifically. Oh yeah. Uh, let the, wanted us to record for this. Yeah. This is literally like. Um, when I when I when I'm when I'm reading this and it's like the ten the ten like study things. Okay, the second thing is actually smoking weed. Because the way that can actually stimulate your mind and like bodily functions is like ridiculous. Okay, now you can't you like you, you technically gotta smoke good weed, but the thing is with 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 weed that makes it important and makes it like from like jump from like second place to like seventh place is like smoking it through a bong because a lot of the because uh, anytime you smoke anything it's carbon monoxide yeah okay um the benefits not not all the benefits okay but like some of the benefits from weed are totally canceled out by that fact so if you smoke it through bong water where the water will actually pull a lot of that out of the and there's there's certain ratios and stuff like that to like how much like like how much you can fill the bong and how much water's in there i feel yeah it's a a gist or a a generalization yeah yeah um, it, it's crazy when they say that because it's like the way it stimulates, but it's got to be, um, which, what is it? Sis, it? Sativa makes you like hyper, right? Or is it? Yeah. 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 Indi- indica, into couch, yeah. sativa. I don't think there's really anything that goes with it, but yeah, that's how I remember it. Yeah. Indica, um, into couch. Sativa. Yes. Uh, sativas stimulate your, yeah, like, kind of make like you your feel, nervous system. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, um, make you feel excited. Yeah, it's ba- and that's basically what it like. I guess, I guess comes down to. And it's weird because I'm just doing like health studies and stuff again. And it's like you know, um, anything outside the norm. Okay, obviously, first thing you get up in the morning, you know, you should drink a glass of water. Okay, that's like like the first thing. But that's like the general norm. Okay, you have to drink water to stay hydrated. But when you like go above and beyond, like drinking wine and actually actually taking puffs of weed, you know, the fact that like they say that's like number two, like. That's what that's what's crazy. I, I just can't wait until until it's just fucking normal for like them to just give you like a tincture. Like so many people, so many people's problems would just be fucking solved with just like a little liquid tincture instead of fucking taking a pill that's fucking destroying multiple organs in their bodies. Yeah. And which, granted, you know what. Some people, the weed or the tincture might not do it for them. And maybe they do need to do the pill. What I'm saying is that they need the option. Like, at this but, point, they need the fucking option. What, you, I agree with that. And, and, uh, the thing that I hate about pills is, like, like I have, I have like, medical problems and, and stuff. Okay, but I, I don't take any medication for them and stuff like that for, for certain things. That, like, I have taken medication for different things at different times, not, like, depression or anything like that. Uh, but... It's like I like I have psoriasis, okay, on like uh, like um, mostly on my face and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, we can give you a pill for it, and it's like we'll give you a pill to fix your psoriasis, but you're gonna die. Yeah, because of yeah. it. Yeah, like, I, 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 no, I, yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, don't fix like, yo, just take a pill and like everything, like that little, like the itch in your little toe will go away, and it's just like, but you're gonna die. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like, like you're, gonna, you're gonna have diarrhea, you're gonna have like, like the side effects, <laughs> blood like, you're in have your everything but this. You're gonna have red eyes, a runny nose, a bloody lip, fucking <laughs> anal seepage. Yeah, you want to. 
a you broken want, leg. You want to fix your psoriasis? We'll fix it psoriasis, but it's going to cause everything else. Yeah. It's like, wait, wait, wait what? So, yeah. So I should just let it go. You're saying that's what I think all the time when I catch like a like either like when I get like a bad flu or a cold or something like that. Like I always, now I don't know the difference of like when you get antibiotics. I know something's like one's bacterial, one's a vi- like I don't I don't get all that shit. But what I'm saying is that some people, when you get sick, they're just like, oh, I'll just go to the doctor. They'll give you antibiotics. And it's just like, no, I'm like, no offense, but that's, I've done that when I was a kid. My parents have done that when I got really bad, which is good. You should yeah. do that. But I'm not just going to do that every fucking time. Cause then I'm just going to continuously every fucking year. Yeah. I'm going to get sick like this. Like well, you got to let your immune system fucking fight it. Viagra. Okay. Viagra. Let's talk about what? Viagra. What? Listen, we're talking about pill. Let's talk about Viagra, right? Okay. It was it was it was made for something like like the original design of Viagra was literally like to like stimulate the heart. Well, it didn't work for that, but you know it's got an interesting side effect yeah. for men. It's got an interesting side effect, but it does work for this. So we're not going to sell it to fix your heart, but we're going to fix it, sell it to fix your heart on. Like, that's, that's so it's like you know interesting you know it's so not uh not everything has such uh beneficial outcomes no, no like, yeah. like you know hey we're gonna it's i forget what the drug's called for psoriasis but it's like wouldn't like, you hate like, to be one of those guys on the bad end where it's just like if your erection lasts longer than four hours go see a doctor it's just like that'd be terrible what do you mean this is the thing. If my erection lasts more than four hours, go see a doctor. Man, screw that. I'm calling a porn company. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like the fact of like it won't go away. Like <laughs> yeah, the fact right. that no matter what, like no matter what, it would not. That's the that would be the worst fucking thing. I don't. I don't. I don't know. No man. Anything after eight hours, porn industry time and a half. You know. You know. I'm putting sixteen. Yeah, hours, bro. Baby. But you couldn't <laughs> sleep. There's no way that you'd be able to sleep fully torqued for fucking hours on end. Probably not, but uh, but in the good 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 and you know you got to think positive about these things. You know, it'd be like a kickstand. So as long as you sleep in the middle of the bed, you can't roll out of it. <laughs> you got to think about it. you got to think about the good things. <laughs> oh shit! Shit! All right, <laughs> let's get back on track. Let's talk a little bit of music to to finish up things here. Um. <laughs> Oh my god! You can't get the kickstand image out of your head. I get everybody with that. No, no, just the fact. There's no image. Just the fact that. Uh, just the fact that. I knew, like, I called this episode before it even happened. While I was talking to people about starting a podcast and stuff like that, uh, Spitz was my first episode. Then Gibbs, and as I kept telling them, I was just like, think about the whole crew. I was like, think about me and G. I was like, think about me in 900 episodes. I was like, I don't shut the fuck up. I was like, he don't shut the fuck up. I was like, but we like, like, we'll listen to anyone. Like, we'll both like listen and like retort and keep like, I just, and then I was like, think about me and Quay. Like Quay's coming down Sunday. He's going to record his, uh, his episode with me. Like, think about me. Like, I was just like, I I knew that we were going to get onto a funny tangent like this eventually. But, to bring it back, what are you doing now? Like, what what have you... Okay, you were rapping. You made the whole the whole life switch happen. You moved back home. That's kind of where I was getting at. Then we... That's when we <laughs> went off top it. We took a little break. I got stoned, and I'm bringing it back. 
once you made the switch to like uh being like a mix engineer slash producer and stuff like that like where does that bring us now like who is 900 now for people when i have an answer i'll tell you now (laughs) (laughs) fair enough Um, fair enough um a lot a lot of like like once i like once i put like two and two together it's like it's like simple stuff that you have to realize like okay like like you ride a bike how do you get better riding a bike by doing it okay and like i got that with like with mixing like the first the first project that i I don't really talk about too much like the first project i actually produced okay like i thought i was ready for it but i wasn't ready for it (laughs) and and you learn that but it's it's a thing like you learn to like you adapt from that um and i'm i'm very good at i'm 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 like i don't like mentally or any anything like that. Like I don't need help from anybody. I've taught myself over the years to be like self healing. Um, so I'm very like if I have a problem, and like I have no problem like researching the problem and like learning about the problem and stuff like that. Like any like I love I love doing research on things like learning about things. Okay, different sides. That's why like if someone tells me you should read a book, I like the first thing I want to know is it a, is it an opinionated book or is it a like based off of like okay this is a plastic bottle yeah yeah like or is objective uh objective truths yeah things that you can't like facts that are just 100 you can't argue yeah if they put it at this so that's a device that holds water it's in front of you yeah okay versus it's a plastic bottle that holds water yeah it can hold other fluids yeah okay is it so is it an opinionated thing or is it a is it is it factual what's what's a container that holds liquid okay well that's the fact of it let me make the opinion of what it's for okay let me come up with the opinion side of things okay don't give me your opinion because i can't read stuff like that it's it's uh, it's uninteresting um because it's more like a story than than it is you know somebody's opinion based off well, of it's facts. Just biased you yeah. can tell when you're yeah. only getting yeah. one side yeah oh uh, that's that's why like i'm all i'm all like like i like i love learning about like self-healing and stuff like that and it's just um not that i'm like some genius or something like that but like everybody comes to me with their problems all the time they've always done that like even <laughs> random strangers i meet and stuff and you just like learn so much but like the biggest mistake i ever made was learning human na- like learning to like he- like learn about human nature and way people react um it's okay because like i don't like i believe in individuality okay even more so today than i did four months ago i believe in individuality okay and I say that because is especially with this like like everything going on with the presidential election and stuff like that okay like all this bullshit politics shit okay that's what it is to me it's just bullshit and like everybody has their reasonings for different things okay the way they the why they're republican or why they're democrat or you know why they're anti-weed or why they're pro-weed everyone has their own opinions okay and I think more so, like, if you have something based off, uh, based off of, say, fact, okay, why, why you're Republican, why you're Democrat, or why you're pro-weed, or why you're anti-weed, if you have something based off of facts, whether it's personal experience, okay, if you're basing weed shouldn't be legal because you had a bad experience with it, okay, I get that. I respect you as an individual. That's 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 your reasoning, okay? You had a bad experience with it, okay? It's like you drank alcohol, you hopped behind a wheel, you crashed, okay? Now, that's cause and effect, too, 
Okay, you have to throw that in there. But like, okay, you have you have your opinion. I don't care about your opinion if it's a whack opinion. Okay, like I respect you as an individual, but if you're like, oh, don't smoke weed, watch for brain cells. But yet, science has literally proven that it stimulates brain cells. Okay, yeah, that that old argument with Rachel Lee cooking a fry. This is your brain on drugs. She smashes the fry, the egg, and the on the, uh, the. She smashes the egg with the frying pan. You know that old commercial, little nineties commercial with Rachel Lee Cook. Okay. No, my my era was the uh, was like the the Jello girl, the girl like all like slumped and like oh uh, yeah, looking like Gumby in the couch. It was I like this will be you if you smoke weed one time. Well, that was like, it was like my like my high school like. Like I, like at that point I take exit like I was on it like I've taken ecstasy and stuff like that <laughs> and you're in a health book and it's like it does this this and this to you you're like yeah I've done a lot of ecstasy I sure as hell don't remember that like, I just, that's not yeah they used to be, like nobody ever comes up to you nobody ever comes up to you and it was like yo take these drugs <laughs> or I'm gonna kill you or like I'm gonna beat your ass like. In weird situations, but you've kind of asked for it at that point. But I'm just like, in the old programs, they used to like tell us what the drugs were, what they look like, who, what people might look, the kind of people like what they might and what they might look like that would want to give it to you. And then this weird facade that like people were just going to come up to you on the side of the street and just force drugs down your throat. Yeah, like, yeah, like all the time, like 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 like, there, like there's people and stuff like that. And it's like it was like yo. Those people that you describe in there, like if you're supposed to educate kids on this stuff, okay, you probably shouldn't do that. You should probably go with okay, your 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 neighbor that lives right across the street that lives in a better house than you, okay, and dresses and goes to work every day probably has the best fucking weed in town. <laughs> not, not the guy in the alleyway waiting for little kids to come in a part of the neighborhood they shouldn't be in anyway. Yo. You know, because 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 that guy's probably like, hey, you youngster. Come here. You know, he's probably going to, like, kidnap them versus sell them drugs. <laughs> you know? And, like, who the hell, like, who in the right mind, like, if, if if I was hustling drugs, I'm not going to a 12-year-old that probably gets a $5 an allowance, probably can't afford what I'm pushing anyway. Like, why the hell would you eat it? Like, like, who in the hell, do, like, educate kids and, you know, you know I, the, guy yeah, in the, the guy in the white van giving free candy out, you know, because they don't give free drugs out. Drugs cost money. Yeah, that was a whole other fucking, that's a whole other problem. <laughs> that's a whole yeah. other fucking issue that we're going through. But yeah, that shit was wild back, like, just growing up and going through it in school. It's just like, I remember being in class, like, listening to the police officers, like, what are we doing? Like, why are you telling us this stuff? Like... No offense, but, like, even then I was just like, I wouldn't have known anything about this shit if you wouldn't have specifically walked in this fucking room and told me all this fucking information. And you know what the fuck I did after that? I went and found me some fucking weed with my buddy. (laughs) And we smoked. But it's like, well, it's like, I can go and then we'll get get back to the interview. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, I said earlier, we're going to go off. I was... I was always fine with smoking weed. Like, I was always fine with that myself. Okay, I've done other stuff, too, that I like. Okay, I've done cocaine. I like that. Okay. It was on heroin once. Okay, and I never I never shot it. Okay, but it's like, like I totally like I totally understand why people are like, don't knock it till you try it. It probably is the best feeling in the world. Okay, but it's like, I know what comes with it. Like, 
yeah, I'm not like I'm not doing that every day. Like I see what like like you know what kind of, like you know if you don't if you stay on heroin you get off of it like you're not getting off of it like you know the lifestyle you're going to have like you know what comes from it yeah. okay and my thing and that's the thing like education and stuff you should educate like kids on like this is what it actually leads to okay so it's like I don't knock a heroin addict but in the same like my thing is is like you should like I'm fine with giving them like rehab and stuff like that but I'm a firm believer you know. As long as if they're trying, they can get it again, but you give it to them once if they fall back. Okay, well, hey, you're on your own. Yeah, and I mean, that's, I think what, be accurate. Tell the kids what's true, not what the fuck, you know what I mean? A, yeah. a lot of the thing, what it came from is that it was all just bullshit. You know, motherfucker, just like what you were saying, it's like motherfuckers telling us that fucking smoking weed was like killing brain cells. And, like, making, you know, the reefer madness. Like, oh, you're going to smoke weed one night and it's going to make you rape this girl or kill this kid or something. It's just, like, just a bunch of bullshit. But the heroin thing is, like, that's kind of factual. Like, if you do heroin for fucking five years, you're probably going to end up a fucking crazy fucking junkie. There's not very many even functioning ones that, you know, your body can't keep up with it. Yeah, and, like, I don't have an addictive personality. So, like, it's, like... (laughs) I can't say it's lucky. Com- I can't say it's completely easy for me to give something up. Okay, like, but I I I feel my willpower stronger because like like when I've gone on like coke benders and stuff like that and stuff like you know th- th- the next two days afterwards, yeah, I don't feel the greatest and stuff like that. But like I'm yeah. not I'm not going back. You know after you know like oh my god, a bro, of days, like I'm bad. I'm bad, man. I've been coke a long ass time. I'm bad so. with coffee. I, I mean I'm. <laughs> I'm saying that now I'm bad with anything. I'm just saying like nowadays is like even something as small as just like not just don't drink another cup of coffee. Like you're going to get skitzed out. Like you're going to, you know what I mean? Like you're yeah, it's it's, too late in the fucking day. Don't do it. But I just, I, I just compared to all the other shit I've done. Yeah. Well, I, that's yeah, where I always, yeah, I'm like, yo, one cup of coffee isn't going to fucking kill me, but it's just like the same thing. Well, it's like, actually, yo, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fucking addict. That was number four in that list. Drink coffee. coffee, yeah, black coffee. But yes, oh, it's but like number four. In the, it's like number four in the list. I'm like sorry. What other coffee is there? Yeah. Well, they actually. Um, I read this. Now, this isn't like you can fact check this. Like, do your own, like. I encourage anybody to do their own research on stuff. But um, they actually say like um, people that drink like coffee like all the time because like I drink like a pot in the morning and like a pot in the afternoon. Hmm. Okay, like. Caffeine just gets to me, man. It uh, it does to me a little bit too, but like it, like I like coffee, but they're like, um, and it, they're actually like seeing because it's like an antioxidant or whatever. They're actually seeing like benefits to like cancer prevention and stuff like that. Hmm. Like people that drink coffee tend to like are like sixty percent like less likely to get cancer. Some like shit like that. Interesting. So um, it's like okay, maybe I won't give up my coffee addiction. <laughs> no, my uh, my grandmother. He's like 70-some. She said she remembers back in the day when you used to go to your doctor, they used to tell you about, like, you might want to lay back on the coffee. Like, you're drinking two cups a day. You might want to have one. Make it a small one. And nowadays, they're telling, you know, she goes there and... Well, I can't remember what she said she she went to the doctor for. But it was something just really random. Something that... He's like, how much coffee you drink? It's like, well, like one cup a day. It's like drink to <laughs> yeah. it's like what well, it's, it's like, like just... okay like you know we we're talking about three for madness and stuff like that okay 
um, if you really, if you you really look into, okay, forget forget about propaganda stuff, okay. If you really look into it, okay, you look at like the cause and effect of things, and it's they didn't research like the effects of weed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The well, like what weed itself does to you, but the okay, like the weed growing and stuff like that, okay, importing to the country brought cartels and stuff in. That's the stuff that they looked at. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, how do you prevent that? If people want it, it's going to bring that. Okay. So how do we take care of that? Okay. Well, we make it illegal. You know, we're not going to research it. We're going to make it illegal. Okay. That's the... I'm pretty sure there were tests done by the Reagan administration because there's a a guy who... Yeah, there, there was, but it's like, okay, if you take statistical data, okay, you can't take day, you can't take one day's worth, like, if you're going to, if you're going to follow, like, social media trend, you can't, okay, it's like, I'm going to take beat promotion, okay? When you first start out with beat promotion, which I have, I have to start doing this, and that's when like I'm getting a catalog together, so I have like stuff in reserve in case I need it. In case today isn't a beat making day, it's like just working the studio day. But you take, uh, you have to follow follow like your trend. Okay, um, you pick a day of the week to, that you're going to release your beats. You don't do them sporadically. Okay. Statistical data shows that that's not successful business practice. You have a day, so everybody that is, if they want to see the latest beats, they know this day's the day they got to do it, and it changes for everybody, which is the beautiful thing. So, like, if if the best day was Friday, well, everybody's going to release on Friday, so that's not going to be the best day for you, okay? Because everybody's releasing Friday, but it's like pick your days. Like, I want to start like every Friday, releasing one, two, three instrumentals that week. From that week, still putting a couple extra in reserve, okay. Right. But I don't find that out by not doing it, okay. So you have to put it in, and with, like when early research is done, okay. If you take a, ten people in a room, and they all have negative side effects from weed, okay. As your your decision is going to come in, well, it's negative. If you put a hundred people in the room, fifteen of them come out negative. And the other eighty-five come out just fine. Your data shows a different way. Yeah, what I was saying, what I was is, I again, don't quote me. Um, what I had heard was that there was studies done by the Reagan administration, and it basically all just came back like just not what they wanted. Like they were they were gung ho ready for this shit to come back. Like yo, exactly reefer madness like the shit is terrible for you it kills brain cells blah 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 blah. and and like even the ones that they even the early ones that were just you know the ones that they did really like didn't just they just showed like not exactly what the fuck it is and it was just like and they were just grumpy old fucking men in fucking suits well god fucking damn it yeah war on drugs and nancy fucking reagan and okay uh way before my time let's let's cocaine for a minute okay it was used being coca-cola Yep. Yep. Okay. You know, the first test done on those for the first, I forget how many years. Okay. Because you got to talk about time and the way you can test things. You know what I mean? Like at one point in time, you didn't have x rays. Yep. Okay. You know, today you have, you know, 600 different types to get an x ray from somebody. Okay. You know, you know when they first came out the first way, you had one. Okay. You didn't even realize the radiation factor of it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, like you know, when they test weed, you know, they test it this way, but you know, they don't have this the, that those days they didn't have the stuff that they have today to test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you when you look at like data and stuff like that, okay, the big the the big the big push was okay. With drugs comes criminals, which is true. Okay, statistically, okay, that's true. Well, okay. if you outlaw drugs. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, if you outlaw writing with a blue pencil, yeah. My guess criminal. is that the uh, the number of people arrested for blue fucking pencil yeah. writing is fucking gonna go up. And that's you have, you know, when when it first happens, it doesn't become a thing. Okay, you, like you, yeah, you can be arrested for it, but it doesn't become a thing until like. You know, like when when they first um, the best example I heard of this um, is right on red. Okay, for I don't know how many years you could always turn right on red. Okay, I think this is how it goes. You could always turn right on red, always. Okay, it's like an inner like a USA like universal law. You can always turn right <laughs> on red if it's clear. Okay, when they put when they first put the sign up. Okay, you um, no 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 turning on red. Okay, well people don't pay attention to it. They don't understand it. Okay, because it's not like I don't read newspapers. I hate the news. I refuse. I refuse to participate in news like stuff. Okay, unless it's something I'm interested in specifically, when then I'll go find it. But like if if it's not out there and you see no no right on red and you don't understand what it means, like okay, no right on red. Like what's Okay, you get pulled over until until that becomes a thing with everybody. Yeah. Like you can't go right on red, yeah. and 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 that's the bet. I th- I, th- I think that's the way it goes because that was like the bit like the bit like the first like five years of it was like the most stopped traffic stop was when they invented or whatever whatever came about with the with the right on red. Like you can't go right on red in mm-hmm. this intersection. Yeah, there was more arrests the the first five years because people went right on red because you could always do it. Yeah. And that and, and that goes to the like uh, like being illegal. Okay, when it was first illegal, you know everybody and their brother didn't get you know arrested for it until it became a thing that everybody understood. Oh, it's illegal. We can't do it anymore. Bullshit. Okay. Well, no, I just mean you know, you, you know what I mean. Just, just the legal aspects of things with it and stuff. Yeah, you know, and you know today they got research and stuff and ways to get it out out to the masses. Like if. They want you to know something, you're going to know it. Okay. They can't, you know, suppress and, you know, devour information. They can do it. They can do an extent, regardless of what people think they can. Um, but seeing like statistical data is like statistics, like show you more than anything. Okay. It, it, do, it doesn't give you an exact answer, but it gives you predictability. Okay. Yeah. That's that's the thing. Statistical data, like it's like if you throw this bottle of water in the air, it's going to come down. You throw it a hundred times, it's going to come down. Okay, but if you throw it up and gets caught in the light, it doesn't come back down. Okay, so that's an outside variable. Okay, I know I get this from my job. That's how I know statistical data and how valuable it is because like it gives you predictability. Okay, if you know you throw the bottle up a hundred times. You throw it up a hundred times, one time it gets caught in the light. Throw it up another hundred times, one time it gets caught in the light. Throw it up a hundred times, one of those times it gets caught in the light. You know one out of a hundred times that bottle's gonna catch in the light. Does, does that mean you can tell what time it's gonna get caught, caught on the light? No. But it's predictable that it's gonna get caught in the light. At least once. Okay. It may never get caught again. Yeah. 
Okay, but it gives but you predictability. So if you're throwing a bottle of water against a, a lamp and get caught, what's you know, and you don't want it to get caught, you got to remove the variable. You got to move the light. People listening to this are probably going to be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, well, uh, you know, we're, you know, we're sitting in a room. There's a lamp up there. There's I know. A water bottle, <laughs> you know, totally like, like what the? They give you a book reading, a but light, that's a bottle. What the fuck is going on? But that, but that's the thing. Okay, you know, take how kids make million, like like kids fresh out of college can make a million dollars in the stock market in 24 hours. Yeah. Okay. It's called, it's predictability. Okay. It's not always right, but if you have, if you need one point of data and you have 600, okay, that one point of data is way easier to come to a conclusion for. Yeah. Okay. That's how like businesses work, record label, like record labels work like with music and stuff is they follow like trends and it's predictability. Okay. They know, okay, and, you know, prime example of that with music is, okay, well, you know, they, they used to call it the short week. New music would come out on Tuesdays, okay, because they don't ship on weekends. So stores would get new music on Monday into Tuesday. <laughs> That's when they would get new music. Some get them like a week before, but they release new music. So they stopped releasing music on Mondays because not everybody would have it. And if stores got it on Monday... Or they got it too soon, it's released early. Stores do that. Like if you're a mom and pop shop that owns a CD store, record store, and you get and you get that, that's why they started Tuesday. No one gets them until Tuesday. Tuesday's when they come out. I think at Kmart at one time, like they used to come out like four PM on Tuesday. Okay, so like after school, if I want a new album, mom and dad bring me down the road. And, that's smart. You know, okay. And but album sales do thirty percent less when they come out on Monday. Okay, statistical data. So when do they do? They move it to Tuesday. Album sales come back up. Okay, now I forget the actual numbers. There is, there's like it wasn't fifty percent, but it like like album revenue and sales revenue like drop like thirty percent because people are getting it early, and that goes into the burning era of like burning CDs and stuff that come yeah. out early at this store. This guy burns it, puts it on the internet. But if everybody around the country is getting it at four p.m. If you want that music, you can't wait till the next day to somebody. I mean, you can wait, but if you want it now, you got to get it now. And that's when it's like synchronized and the album sales like drive up that way. Okay. That's why I'm big on statistics. Like if, if you can get statistics, like there, there's nothing. And I've seen things and I've experimented with things like myself, like with social media and stuff like that. I've experimented with things. Now I don't have like enough data to, but I see by doing statistical things. And going by statistics, like, look, my best time to post is like, I think 7.30 p.m. Okay, if I post a new profile, that's like my best time, like 7.30 p.m. Okay, I get the most response and reactions at 7.30 p.m. You, you take all the variables and put it into that. Okay, more people are on between the hours of like f like 5 and like 9 p.m. More people are on Facebook and stuff. Okay, which is, you know, that's a variable that you know. Okay, versus all throughout the day. So if I put it at 10 o'clock in the morning, I might get 16 likes by the time night comes. If I put it up at 7.30, I end up with like 40 likes by the time I go to bed. Okay, and it's just like statistical data. Like, like the more I understand about like music and stuff like that, like I take for my job, like the way I learn how to read like statistical data. I keep saying statistical data, but like, <laughs> today's, today's secret word is statistical data. That's two <laughs> words. Statistical. Oh, okay, today today's two secret words. Word number one and word number two is statistical data. <laughs> phrase. We'll call it today's secret phrase. 
So it's a Pee Wee Herman joke. Today's secret word is, but anyway, <laughs> that's an old show. But uh, when you learn to read stuff like that, and I, like I learned how to apply it from there and stuff like that, like, and you apply it to things that you like you do every day and stuff, even like normal stuff that like I do and stuff, as I learned to apply that, like I know <coughs> this, that, and the other thing is going to happen with my furnace. Like every three days, you got to do this, or this is going to happen. It's okay, so I know I got to do this every three days, or this is going to happen. Fair okay, enough. and you don't want it to happen, and it's statistical data. Okay, <laughs> words of the day. Um, yeah, that's my that's that's my new phrase today. Um, words yeah. of the podcast. Yeah. You can edit some of this stuff out. <laughs> it's, huh? it's me rambling. No, we're probably gonna good, keep it, bro. Makes good conversation though. Yeah, bro, dude. Like, uh, for you and for anybody watching this, because the shit's all new. Like, we did, like for Spitz's episode, we didn't always just talk about music. Like we talked about, you know, his him going out to Washington and the yeah. job and everything like that. So it wasn't like it's a plate like that. I want to do this so like we have a chance to talk, but it's just like people can get to know the artist better. Like as people, like they get to hear you talk as a person. They get to hear like exactly what you're talking about, statistical data, stuff that makes you click, like yeah. you know what I mean, your sense of humor, stuff like that. People get to know you and stuff. That's what I wanted to do. Plus, like also like I said earlier, people like us, we never shut the fuck up. Yeah. So it's like the perfect fucking the perfect thing. Like I said, this is gonna be this one. We're gonna have more episodes fucking you know what I mean? This is just nine hundred episode one. There's going to be more episodes from 900 later on, you know, as I get more and start releasing them and stuff. I have to make my way through the click. Yeah, I feel it. Hopefully in October here, I can get a few of them. <laughs> I can get a few artists in here and fucking run them through real quick. Yeah. I just want to have one set back. I want to have episodes set back. So... No, I feel you. I, I got beats set back. Yeah. As I release... If I can't get an interview in, yeah. like a certain week or something like that, I at least have episodes sitting back I can release and try to do that with and fuck with them. Plus, I'm trying to do like two different podcasts right now. This one's uh, Bud Talks, where it's just like kind of like me interviewing like an artist or like someone around town or just someone that we know that does something cool or dope. And then me and my buddy are doing one called Room to Talk. And it's just basically like you said about like research, like if you just like like a research topic or just like some sort of character, a movie, a, a series, a story, something like that. Just research gotcha. it and fucking bring it in and talk. He did one on uh, the Greta Treaty. What? The Greta Treaty. <laughs> Apparently, it's supposedly Dwight Eisenhower signed a treaty with aliens. <laughs> back in okay, 1950 okay. You, yeah okay. you just didn't know it was called that i heard the same thing before previously too i just didn't know it was called the greata treaty but that's what it was supposedly yeah that's well okay well um well, well well that that's the one for uh we had the choice between two alien races we could go with like ultimate like lifelong or whatever or we could go with like weapons and we picked like weapons that's like the treaty we signed it yeah. was no his was uh his was that they would give us well okay that might be true like with that like they may have given us weapons but in return it was that they 
could take an X amount of, of people. Yeah. Yeah. They could take an X amount of humans to experiment yeah. on and stuff like yeah, that. Well, there's that, um, the facility in, uh, supposedly like Arizona or whatever. It's like 15 stories deep or whatever. Uh, like that, like that's like the secret laboratory and stuff. Ooh. Uh, you ever hear about that? I mean, I'm not good with keeping all because I like, well, that's, I um, see okay. a lot of videos like, well, there are, uh, I see clips. Yeah. I like, I'll be scrolling through my phone, I'll see a clip, and I'll be like, yo, that scene's interesting, and then go about my day, go to work or some shit like that, and then totally just like, so I'll be like, fuck, I do kind of, like, I know what you're talking about, Yeah, like, but well, like, I don't know like specifics. My, like, like, my thing is, is like, I don't even like believe in aliens anymore, like, I know they exist, and it's like... I'm not claiming abduction or anything like that. Okay. But like when you do research on the subject, like, and actually like do research and stuff, like you can actually see like video clips of like five of the major, six of the major world governments actually like openly admit that like we have been for years contacted by. Yeah. Aliens. There's the, the ex, de, ex Canadian defense minister that, uh, he like, he's come out and said that, well, no, like, uh, that they've worked with aliens, like, yeah, like several well, different kinds. The, uh, the one, uh, defense guy in like the UK and stuff like that, like he was the defense guy at the, like their, like secretary, yeah, yeah. like their version of secretary defense, like admit in like their parliament or whatever about that. Like it's on video, like it's out there. And like, like, like when you see this stuff and like, basically the synopsis is, is like the information's out there for those who want it and want to accept it. Okay. That we aren't. I think the there's some like the lead singer of Blink 182 was saying that shit too. Yeah, the he was doing an interview on something where basically he was like, he's supposedly like working with the government to. I don't want to. I don't want to fuck it up. Exactly what it. It was like he was like working with the government to bring the message of like to slowly integrate to like drop these little hint bombs. Like he makes this like he makes this type of like material or like content and he just like slowly like drops it out there exactly like you're talking about and it's just like well it's well we did we told you it's not we didn't yeah. tell you we well, just didn't tell you where to find it you know what yeah. I mean type shit well, and there's just like well, well see when I uh, think that's sorry one second before just a, someone comment below here if they get this far and they listen to this part uh. Figure if I got that right. Figure if I said the right thing. If I'm talking about the right guy, and if that's what it was, I felt I felt like I saw him do an interview, like a podcast with someone once, where he was talking about that, where he was just like he's super into like aliens, conspiracy yeah. theories, and stuff like that. And then eventually, like the government came up to him and offered him this thing, where he's like, "Yeah, there's." Okay, you gotta, I gotta watch how far down. That's why I'm like obsessed with Alice in Wonderland through the rabbit hole. You kind of gotta watch how far down the rabbit hole you go. Yeah. Because you do hit a brick wall at some point in time. Yeah. And that's where. What I want to say, like, if, like, if, like, if you go on and stuff like that, like, if you want to know more, like, there's like limitations that like end up coming about. Because um, yourself as an individual, but, uh, like. It's, it's it's yeah it's it's weird but it's <laughs> um it's scary at the same time but like you um if you research it enough it's out there okay and like like so many points of history like when you like read about things like okay like, like 
alien races and like what we know about all the alien races out there. But wait a minute now, how do we? And when you read the stuff, most of the time, like it's not like, well, we think there's this alien race that looks like this. When they're describing them, these alien races and stuff like that, and stuff that's like pulled out of like leaked like like CIA files and uh, like like other countries' files and stuff like that. Okay, you take okay. Uh, Let's say let's take Hitler for an example. Okay, the blonde hair, blue eyes. Well, that's an, okay if you if you go into like the book of alien races that we know and you read the one. Okay, they're uh, like they're the most common. Like, and you read like their, what their spacecraft oh, look like. I, okay, well, yeah. the one aliens have like long blonde hair. Like that's their yeah. whole race. Long blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah. Okay. I can't remember yeah. what the fuck I. Yeah. Okay. I I listened to a my buddy got me into a podcast and they're like. It's specifically what they do is like creepy. They're like Halloween guys. They do like creepy conspiracy theories, like murderers, serial killers, shit like that. And one, I remember them going over a certain alien. I remember them saying that about like they were making that same exact connection about like there was a certain type of alien supposedly with like with like blonde hair, blue eyes, and they're like making the connection to Hitler. Yeah, because uh, they will see that, that like like when you're like they are like an arrogant like when you read the, like their description and the type of alien they are they're like arrogant and think they are better than everybody else. Well, think about the Third Reich. Okay, think about like their whole you know their whole push of like the German people you know blonde hair blue eyes or the true Germans and Jewish people are bad. Okay, like that, when you when you think about all that's all, all these things and like how they apply to history. Okay, even down to Bigfoot. Okay, um, there's there was there was a show like it was like Finding Bigfoot or something like that. Yeah. But, um, they had this one girl, and I watched like some of her uh, early vlogs. I guess they what you want what you want to say, but she's like the the world's leading Bigfoot expert. Okay, that sounds like it's like like it's some like crazy person and so but it's actually not because like when you hear her talk and you hear like her like theories and like philosophies and stuff like that like it's like oh no she's she's totally like on point with things okay because she's not like oh yeah bigfoot exists she's not like that at all she's like uh the way she described it is like okay if big if if bigfoot exists we've never found a skeleton okay we've never found a, a bigfoot skeleton which means if one of them dies and they were fluent or like they were like mad, like they were highly populated. They're smart enough to like take their bones back wherever they are, their you know their bodies or whatever, and do something with them. Because there's never been like like when you hear a talk about stuff like that, like okay, like it's all factual stuff. It's not like oh yeah, Bigfoot exists. I don't even think she ever says that once. Like her like thing is like debunking and finding out whether Bigfoot really exists. Okay, but when you apply like the stuff that you hear her talk about, which is all factual stuff. Okay, when you hear her talk, and then you hear about like alien races, and you hear this, you look at this one, and it's like they're, they're really scared of people. They travel one at a time. Okay, they're like between like six foot and eight foot tall. They got hair all over, and they kind of re- resemble like gorillas in some way, shape, or form. It's like well, you know, they just fucking describe Bigfoot. That's an alien race that we know about. Okay, so so a flying saucer or a spacecraft lands, and. You know, Bigfoot gets out to take a piss, you know, and you see him in the woods. He runs back to his spacecraft. Okay. Um, it's like if uh, there was a show I was watching, uh, Alien, some, something Aliens. Um, um, they took it off the air. But, all right, do you know since like the 1960s, I think it was, okay, 
you know how you hear about alien space you hear anything about alien spacecraft and like how they fly and can do maneuvers they can stop midair okay like inertia doesn't exist mm -hmm. okay well you know in the I think it was the 60s okay Sci forget about aliens okay science discovered in a perfect vacuum if an object is spinning in a perfect vacuum that perfect vacuum acts like a force field nothing in nothing out and it's unaffected by gravity and inertia now this is science mm -hmm. okay so if you take a spinning object say a flying saucer the only way to actually do that and like the perfect vacuum thing whatever is nuclear propulsion Okay, by using like uh, plutonium rods and stuff like that to create. Okay, and there's actually like a nuclear like lab explosion like that went nuclear and stuff like that like doing this, but they had to suspend Jesus. it in a perfect vacuum. The problem is they could, I think the problem is they couldn't stop the damn thing. Okay, so forget about aliens for a minute. But that object inside is way out of my fucking league. That that for, okay, like like I said, like forget about aliens for a moment. But that object that is spinning in there and inside of the perfect vacuum, they could not penetrate it. When they try to penetrate it, like, the object moves, but it doesn't come out of it. And they can't, like, grab it. And, like, nothing in, nothing out. It's like a force field. So when we try to, sh say, shoot alien crafts where they stop, inertia gravity is not affected by that stuff. It completely rules out, like, like Newton's theories and stuff like that. It completely rules all that stuff out. Damn. Okay. So when you take that and it's like, okay, when you hear, when you hear that's science. Now, if that's complete science, that has nothing to do with aliens. Now you hear somebody talk about, like, we've known for 40 years how spacecrafts work. We can't duplicate the technology, but we know how they work. We've known for years how they work. We just can't duplicate it. And when you hear how the two relate on things, and it's like, okay, well, how do we... Okay, so he says we know this. This science guy that has nothing to do with aliens whatsoever has done this and proven this factor. <laughs> Wait a minute now. Okay, what, what stories don't line up here? Okay, and when they start applying, like the the alien guy starts applying it to the science guy and explaining this stuff, and it's like, okay, that's why we're spacecrafts, air quotes, okay, land and stuff like that. They leave radiation, okay, nuclear propulsion and stuff like that, okay, for for traveling, okay, nuclear is, you know, one of the like best energy sources, okay. You know, what's the uh, uh, uranium and the plutonium and stuff like that? You know, that's like, okay, that's highly radioactive. What's another nuclear source that isn't? Do you know what it is? No. It has the same effects, if not more, but is doesn't way, have the radiation. Way outside of my league yeah, here. Helium-3. Where is it most prevalent at that we know of? On the moon. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, that's, that's I mean, that's science. Okay, like you can like look this stuff up. Like helium three is like one of the, like it's like a nuclear agent without like the radiation side effect. Okay, it's most hmm. it's most prevalent on the moon. We don't get it here. It comes from the sun. Okay, when uh, like the solar flares burn up and stuff like that, they it gives off helium three. But because of our ozone layer, it like bounces off, and a lot of it ends up on the moon. Hmm. Okay, so that is like they literally like I've heard it's now whether or not this is the this part, whether or not it's true, but it's it's almost like a renewable energy source for nuclear. Holy fuck. Yeah. yeah the, you get all the benefits of like a nuclear reactor without radiation. How the fuck did we get here? What, on Earth? 
No, how the fuck did we get to this part in the conversation? I don't know. How do we get from helium three and how do we oh, get to helium aliens? Aliens. Aliens. Statistical data. <laughs> statistical yeah, data. Statistical data. If you start me on one path, I will continue down it for a long period of time. That's statistical yeah. data. <laughs> yeah, we both will for sure. Well, shit. Let's wrap this one up, and we'll, and we'll get a. Is that a pun? I thought I said I don't rap no more. Huh? Is that a pun? If you want to spit an acapella, you can. Gibbs did it during his. Now I'm okay. I don't know if I remember any. <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, this has been 900. <clears throat> Sorry, I had to cough there for a second. It's been 900 out of Renova, Pennsylvania. This is Bud Talks. Uh, I'm Bud Walker, your host. Uh, we're going to catch you next time. Thanks for coming out, man. Really appreciate it. Hey, no problem, bro. Thanks for having me. Can't wait for next time, man. Be easy. Statistical data. Statistical. Today's secret phrase is statistical data. <laughs> Peace.